change our behavior, we have to change how we feel about our behavior. To change how we feel about our behavior, we have to change perception of what we're understanding is going on. To change that perception, we have to change the belief. If we want to change our world, we change our beliefs. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Welcome back to the My Future Business Show. My name is Rick Nusky. I am your host. And as always, thank you very much for supporting the show. And if you're new here and this is your first time, you're in for a treat, especially on today's show, because I'm speaking with the wonderful Roddy McDonald. Welcome to the show, Roddy. Thanks, Rick. Yes, and terrific to be here. I'm really excited. I've been looking forward to this. uh, This is an absolute pleasure of mine. I've certainly been checking out your background. There's a lot to share about your story. And, uh, um, you know, in such a short amount of time, we've got so much to talk about. But for context, uh, I'm going to share with the audience that uh, we're going to talk about how to be the hero of your life, career and Mm. business, and how living from your inner hero will unlock your creativity and create a life of impact. Now, we can unpack that. Uh, in bit by bit because there's certainly a lot involved in that but before we do it's customary for me to learn more about you so I'm wondering if you could share with us where you're calling in from today Roddy. Uh, Yeah I'm calling from Western Australia I'm in Perth Uh, so it's like 40 degrees today so I've just got out of the pool. That's a cool one. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you like about uh, WA because I know having been there a dozen or so times myself that it is a beautiful part of of the Australian territories. Yeah, look, what I love about it is just that it's uh, so friendly and um, and we just love the weather over here. Uh, it's becoming, it's a lot, it's not as friendly as it used to be mm-hmm. because we're getting all the lovely people from the east that have just changed that little bit of a vibe. It was a bit like uh, Adelaide in some ways where it's uh, like, a, like a bit more of a country town compared to the other big cities. Yeah, that's what you like to yeah. hear, isn't it? So uh, are you a bit of a sports fan? Ah, yeah, I love my football. I love my uh, Aussie rules football, that is. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. West Coast Eagles. Oh, uh, yeah. Not, not too sure about that other mob <laughs> on the other side. I actually live in the Dockers area. Right? Oh, no. Down is not more than uh, two minutes from my house. Fantastic. Yeah, so that's been home um, forever or...? Uh, yes, I was born here. I uh, grew up here. I spent some time uh, traveling and living in Kuala Lumpur, Kuala Lumpur uh, in yeah. Malaysia for about three years. But I flew flying in back backwards and forwards. But my uh, my residency was there in in yeah. Kuala Lumpur. I love that time there. But uh, in general and mostly, yes, here. Yeah, that's very tropical heat up there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, had to get used to that one. I dropped a lot of weight when I was up there. Beautiful. Oh, we can <laughs> always... It's sort of like found me again back here in Perth. <laughs> so, well, look, at least life's treating you uh, treating you nicely. I'm wondering, um, before we jump into the core of the call, Roddy, if we can talk a little bit about what uh, life was uh, like for you when you were growing up. Wow, that's an interesting question. Um, yeah, grew, grew up uh, with my grandparents living with me um at, at different times uh it come from a very humble background mm-hmm. uh, there was uh, a foundry worker carpenter by trade ended up in a foundry mum was always having looking after my cousins so i grew up around a lot of cousins and a lot of um uh and nephews at that time as well uh yeah 
a heap of boys in our family. I oh, think yeah? uh, going right through the family, you're probably maybe lucky to find about four or five girls. Oh, wow. As compared to about 30 to 40 guys. So yeah, wow. McDonald's name will live on forever. <laughs> forever and a day. I, I, as soon as you said yeah. foundry, you know, that struck a chord with me. I spent many years in a, in a metals foundry and, uh, you yeah. know, learning my trade. So that's, a, that's some hard yakka. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you actually worked in it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I was an engineering pattern maker. Oh, yeah. Well, that was my yeah, dad was working, making the, he would, uh, the dies and the, the, uh, the dies and everything from the patterns. Yeah, wow. Yeah, no, he's, uh, you can tell that he's a hard worker because you have to work hard to get anywhere in that sort of game. That's for sure and certain. Now, um, do you have any downtime for yourself? Uh, yeah, I do actually, especially at the moment. The last couple of years has been a lot of downtime. <laughs> Too much, one would suggest. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, no, it is. Um, we've got a caravan, uh, and uh, so a lot of my work I do from home. So we we travel travel in our caravan up and down the coast of Western Australia. Yeah, hard um, life. So quite often, I actually just work from the van. So it's yeah, a, it's lovely. A great life. Yeah, no, well, at least, you can, at, the moment, though. at least you can do that. You know, you can get around and enjoy yourself a bit. So when you're out and about, do you, uh, do you like to enjoy um, ent entertainment of any kind? Uh, yeah, um, more, more fishing, just sitting and relaxing, watching the sunsets, things like that. It's more like that. Very nice, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. I, I, I often like to ask Roddy if it's important for you to take a breather and just take in the success that you've experienced in life. How important is that, do you think? But absolutely, totally, and uh, it's important. I mean, without taking the taking in the successes that you've you've uh, rewards that you've actually made. That's the whole reason and the whole purpose, and you, as we're going to talk about in a little while, is actually finding a real presence for yourself. Um, so being driven and doing things in other ways and around, around in life and running around doing things is not being yourself and not being present. So yeah, um, I love sitting, watching the sunset, sitting at the beach, watching, listening to the waves. We love being in nature. Mm -hmm. Just sitting there listening to the birds, so it's it's a it's a recharging thing. In fact, when I get out of the city, Rick, it's uh, it's like the air's open and uh, and I just sit, just feel so different. So you become you again, thing. don't you? Yeah, well, more of you. You sort of hear things differently. It's almost like the sound waves have got rid of, and all the Wi-Fi waves have gone, and yeah. just part of nature and. Yeah, uh, being in nature, I mean, that's who we are, where we actually are part of nature. So absolutely uh, connecting ourselves and grounding ourselves that way. It's a, it's I'm, a, I'm a big really bird really fan good. myself. I love the blue wrens. I don't know if you have any particular oh, okay. likes, but, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Either early morning or late afternoon, listening to the birds and just taking a deep breath. Yeah, yeah. We've got a favourite spot um, in the hills down south of near Margaret River, down that sort of a way. Uh, and they have a lot of uh, little blue wrens down there. One oh, wow. particular place, it's just like there's there's 30, 40 of them just floating around in, oh. in the in the bushes. So, I'll yeah. be lucky to see one now and then. We get a lot of kookaburras. Yeah. <laughs> Margaret Rivers. I've got a friend who actually is a photographer. He, uh, he, he takes photos of wrens and he posts them on Wednesdays and he calls it, you know, and he always says, Happy Wrens Day, everybody. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny that you should say that because, um, you know, we're going to talk about uh, the name Hump Day and I often uh, used to uh, 
listen to a radio station and every Wednesday for some reason they call it hump day and I'm sure you have a different take and reasoning behind why you <laughs> called it that. <laughs> so before we do that, let's talk about your education and professional leadership background. Would you mind sharing? Yeah, sure. My education was uh, fairly, uh, I was always a good student. Um, I always got a lot, got uh, good grades with mm. everything that I did. Um, I was highly competitive in football and uh, in sports, in, in running. I achieved a lot in that area. So that competitive nature really drove me through a lot of my life. Um, and leaving school, I, I, I just sort of took my time. I didn't really know what I was going to do. I, I just went from uh, clerical work to, to different clerical work. Ended up in law, did a bit of law study. Um, in uh, and and actually quite love law mm -hmm. uh, in in reading regulations and reading uh, contracts all that sort of that type of legal legal work. Yep. And that's actually worked with me uh, for quite a bit of my work over over life. Um, yeah. Ended up in the airlines at Qantas. Worked for there for in work worked my way up to middle management with um, in Perth. Uh, they wanted me to go somewhere else and go over to Sydney and go further, but you know what? You just back then. That. I think I was uh, trying to be myself and carve my own path. So, uh, and I said, no, that's not what I want to do. Like, you might be what you want to do, but that's not what I want to do. You have a story to tell. I know that um, you you went into leadership, but you always felt like a bit of an imposter. Tell us about that and why you felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how long have we got? Uh, <laughs> as long as we need. I need all the, the juice. Was, yeah, the imposter was pretty big in my life. Um, it's like you just want to be someone, and that was what it was, was I was really driving to, you know, I mentioned and you asked the question, what was it like growing up? And it mm. was a humble beginnings. And I remember sitting and having a conversation with my sister when I was about, 15 or 16 and I, and and nothing against my parents because they're beautiful people but yep. I just said I'm not going to end up like they are and mm -hmm. it was like that decision and I never realized but that decision drove a lot of things in my life for many many years and so I was I was a very driven person I used to make sure that I was doing whatever I could to to be successful what I called successful mm -hmm. um, but the thing was uh, Rick is that when you when you've got that sort of a drive and that sort of a, a desire you don't realize what it is that's actually motivating you and what's driving you and for me it was that to get the success i was using my personality my i thought i was actually pretty good back then as well as far as looks um, and I was pretty clever at being able to pick things up really quickly so those were my my the things that i would use to make sure that people liked me mm. and to make sure that I could actually get what I wanted from people, from jobs, and, 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 it, and it, it worked for a, yep. lot, for a yep. time. It really did work. But there was always something nagging in the back of my head and it was like this little guy sitting on my shoulder saying, I hope they don't find out who you really are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're going to find out soon, Macca. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like so, the, the good devil like on the bad for a long time. I just felt like, God, I, I, I might be able to get away with this, and I, and it was the thing that was driving. And so it wasn't until I turned, I had a spiritual uh, change. I was becoming really, really unhappy with how I was doing this, and I was starting to be aware more and more of it. That I then turned inward and found, uh, 
found that there was another person in there. It was, it was almost like sitting in a, on a, at, a, at a play, looking at a stage and seeing this guy who, who's created a, this persona for himself and acting out all this stuff. As, and it's Rod McDonald, but the real Rod, Roddy McDonald was actually sitting back here watching it and going, why is he doing all that crap? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, you didn't so that, yeah, that, that was the, uh, that, was the, that was where the imposter got to. So, and I didn't like being an imposter anymore. Tell me something, so it, Roddy. When yep. you dropped that persona and you forgot about the avatar and you, and you, you know, you slipped into your real self, as it were, did you feel a weight fall off of you? Not to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where the hero, hero's journey starts coming into it, uh, Rick. Right. Because every hero goes, if you, if you think of the superhero stories and that, that they, they come from humble beginnings usually or, or they come from a beginning and then they, have, they, they get some sort of a calling that they've got more to do and have more impact in their lives. And that's where I got to. But um, the, the time comes when you know you've got to do it, but you think what the costs are to going ahead and doing, making these changes. Yeah. Will people like me anymore? That was a massive one for me. How will I get what I want? Will I, will I be a person who doesn't have drive anymore? You know, all these things that I was just me. So, yeah, at, at, in the end, the weight has dropped off. But to start with, no, not really. Not really. Was, wow, that's scary. actually... It was very, uh, very scary for me to think, if I make these changes... And this is where, the, where you see this, the, the heroes. This is why it's so real for me, because I watch these movies and I see the, the journey these heroes take. And, it, and it's just like that for all of us. You end up in a leadership role and you, you're supposed to be leading these teams, but the, the imposter's sitting on your shoulder saying, who do you think you are to lead these people? You know, you can't even connect with your wife at home. Yeah. Or your children are running amok, you know, and then you come to work and you try to be this all great hero. So, but and you don't know any different. So, And I can see that, yes, you know. Eventually. Um, Eventually it did turn it, but it wasn't a, an instantaneous transformation, which was quite shocking to realise. I thought it would have been, you know, like you make that decision the next moment, everything's, you know, good because my psychology or the mindset's changed. But with mindset, how, how much of a part does that play in this? Well, that's everything. It's, it's the mind, the mind is the, where the powerhouse is. So we have three, three levels of mind. There's the uh, the conscious mind where we make all our planning and all our decisions and we make the do the things that we're going to do every day mm-hmm. we do the planning and the goal setting from our conscious mind uh, our subconscious mind is the is the is the powerhouse really it's the driving force of our of our beliefs and what what it is that we believe so and then we have our super conscious mind which is that part of us that is all knowing in fact, that's that's to me is where the hero's hero really is is actually connected to that part of us that is all knowing. But it's the the subconscious mind that is where the beliefs that we have drive us. So dr- growing up for me, I remember I said uh, a little while back, I'm going to make. I don't want to ever turn out like my parents. Yes. yes, that was a belief that I embedded into my life, and that was the thing that drove me to do the things and be and and make sure that everybody liked me because I was never going to be like my parents. Yeah. I was not going to end up in that humble beginning. And so when I realized, came to this, when I started working through all of this and becoming 
clear on psychotherapy and how to think correctly and understanding energy psychology where the energy that we have that comes and affects our behavior so if you work backwards if you say um, we want to change our behavior to change our behavior we have to change how we feel about our behavior to change how we feel about our behavior we have to change the belief and the or the perception of what we, we what we're understanding is going on to change that perception we have to change the belief so yeah, it's, a, wow. it's like a process a chain reaction so starting with our beliefs drive everything drive everything about what we do and if we want to change our work change our world we change our beliefs you change your beliefs and it's a knock-on effect isn't it now you touched on uh, the word therapy i'm wondering if you could share your experience with bowen therapy in particular ah, didn't think you were going to ask about that one that's <laughs> an interesting question <laughs> well it's a I have a real firm, a belief, mm-hmm. and a, and it's from my experiences, my beliefs in this is that our bodies can heal itself in every area of its life. So our minds can heal our bodies, and bone therapy. The when I first went into it, I actually realised the the practitioner all he does is a couple of moves and allow sits back and waits, and he allows the body to make the adjustments. Really. So if, if you don't know what body bone therapy is, it's just a simple movement of the fascia. So we have we have our, our ski, uh, bones and the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Above that, we have the muscles and all the tenu- ten- tenions. Mm-hmm. But be- then above that, we have the skin. And in between the skin and the muscles is a is a it's called it's called fascia. Right. And so that's what bone therapy does. It actually just moves the fascia that creates a an opening where the body can actually just heal itself that is fascinating it's an astounding practice yeah absolutely now well look I've, really. I've heard it before but i've never really talked much about it because i really didn't understand it so thank you for providing that little step of insight there i i, I wonder we talked a, a little bit about this earlier but where did the name hump day heroes come from <laughs> <laughs> exactly that Tell me, dude, when you when you were working, and even now, and even if there's the viewers, if you think about your 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 week from Monday to Sunday, what day are you looking forward to the most? <laughs> yeah, well, I could I Hump could day. yeah I could lie and say it was Friday, but I reckon you're right because I always did look listen to the radio and go, yep, that's the measure of success. Yeah. I'm at the peak of the week. Yeah, <laughs> everybody says it. You know, we've just got to get through to the hump day. Um, for myself and my son, because I'm in practice with my son. Yes, uh, tell us the, about that. Tell us about day. what it's yep. like to work with your son. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. He got me into this. Is David? Is his oh. name David? Alex. Alex, Alex my Alex. apologies. Yep. yep. We, I call him El Chemo. That's his, his superhero name. <laughs> <laughs> and what's his superhero, uh, superhero power? He's an amazing listener and he has incredible insight the things that he picks up and sees and uh, is is quite astounding. And his memory, oh my goodness, his memory is like nothing on earth. He's, he was always a child who sat and did not, he was just very quiet, hardly heard boo out of him. And and then later on, he'd be, he'd ask questions and you go, oh my goodness, like he, like, he was just sitting there playing with his toys. So he's an incredible listener, yep. has an incredible memory and he has amazing insight. So yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, 
Uh, you know, you don't you don't often hear. Well, you do sometimes hear about father son combos in business, and you know sometimes there's a struggle. But I think you've got a really good uh, dynamic going on there. So congratulations for that. I see you're on the website there. You can just tell you got a really strong bond, and I think that's everything. Having two <laughs> sons myself. Now, if I'm a if I'm a leader and I'm an imposter, I'm just using a bit of a case fake case study here. And that's me, I go to work and I know, you know what, this imposter's sitting on my shoulder like we talked about, Roddy. How can I unlearn the things that I've learned so that I do feel more confident in myself and I reclaim my inner hero? What is the process that you would take me through? I love the, love the words you used. You've obviously really read what we were doing there. Mm-hmm. It's about reclaiming the hero, yeah, the within. Look, the most people, everybody has a hero. And everybody within themselves, um, we're born with a with stupendous um, promise of staggering potential within of us, us all, and we have we have this greatness, and so it's actually really always there. Um, but where we feel like we're an imposter is because we've actually got all these other voices going on in our head most of the day. We're actually trying to emulate someone else. When you don't know who you are, you actually try to emulate other people or you've role modeled someone else to do something this this and this mm-hmm. um, you might have a leader who's actually trying to push you to be more like him because that's what he wants in his in his team um, so to to really start becoming more of your own person it takes you to become far more present and we've got a beautiful saying and that it and it was actually not mine. I heard it from a guy by the name of Jim Quick, uh, who's a uh, super reader sort of a guy. He's been a hero of him in his own right. Mm-hmm. But he said, to be more, to be, to have a powerful presence, you need to be powerfully present. And to me, it's 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 about that. It's about becoming really, really powerfully present in yourself. And to do that, it means when you when you do that. It means all the other people's programmings, other people's energies, other people's ideas, their opinions, their the way that they live their lives, their successes, mm. that we take on in our journey to try and be a success for ourselves. We think that's the right way to... Heck, Rick, what about the marketing? Just even the way that marketing and the TV pushes us now. We oh, sort of, yeah. We become so confused about needing to be someone else or do someone else's way if you're going to be successful follow me and do my way Mm. well we we say hang on a minute you have the super conscious person living inside you the super conscious is the person who knows everything you have all the wisdom the knowledge and the and the superpowers within yourself just don't realize it and just don't turn inward for it do you remember so a time, Roddy? the more Roddy, that you have you in your life, the less you have of everyone else in your life. You made me think about growing up. Um, you know, I remember a time, I'm maybe sure you do, that there wasn't this influence of social media, there wasn't mm. mobile phones, and you created your own destiny as a child. That seems to be suppressed nowadays, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's wrong for you to have a point of view, almost. What do you think of that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so you suppress your own voice because, the, you know, everybody's got an opinion out there. There's no more reporting of things. It's actually just everybody's opinion. And, and whoever speaks the loudest 
whatever group speaks the loudest, they're the ones that actually get heard and get listened to the most. But that's where we come, see? And this is a part of becoming powerfully present is actually knowing your own personal power. Mm. I mean, imagine if you actually had a belief, I am strong and know who I am and I am happy to speak my truth. Imagine if you had that, that, um, that sort of a belief that you just lived. You didn't have to think about think it. You about didn't it. have to force it. You just lived it. As opposed to a, a, a subconscious belief that every time I speak, I get shot down or my voice doesn't matter. So um, as a leader, if that's how it is, you're going to get up and actually speak with, with tre- fear and trepidation or you speak in a way that is where people are just going to override you or they're, not, they're just going to look at you and think, well, who, do you, who are you trying to fool with this? Or politically correct where you curb your real feelings about a topic. Yeah, correct. And there's a really, um, a really cool guy to follow if, you're, if, if uh, you want to see someone Absolutely. in action, and that's a guy by the name of Chris Voss. Who's a ex-FBI negotiator, mm-hmm. terrorist negotiator, and, and the way he speaks, he he completely turns around people who are aggressive and who are really pushing against the the norm. Mm-hmm. So you've, it, I think it's just learning skills to be able to think through things. But for again, for for me, it's because I was actually not someone who enjoyed conflict. No. If you've got a belief that I've got to actually make everybody believe, um, like me, there's no way in the world I'm going to have conflict with someone. <laughs> so I'm going to shy away and just go, oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. and then yeah. try and turn it around. So I've had to do a lot of work in, on myself in this area. Mm. And, um, and, it's, and now I've actually found my own voice and I'm comfortable speaking it. I choose my battles in times. You know, it's not like I go in there with, uh, with all guns blazing and I, I'm aggressive because <laughs> that's not, not what it's about. It's, no. But it's knowing and having a boundary that within my, my little boundary, I am 100% myself. And outside that boundary, the whole world can be 100% themselves. So when you talk about mantras and positive affirmations and daily affirmations and that sort of thing, is that something that you would teach the people that you work with? Yeah, well, it's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, have, we do use a process where we, people, people become whole-brained about, I don't know if you ever heard of the whole-brained um, whole dominance mm-hmm. Uh, way of thinking yep so what happens is when we we have a situation mum yells at us when we're a little kid a lot and says you you're naughty kid you you, you're always getting you're always making me angry Mm -hmm. so all of a sudden little johnny feels like he's just not good enough and he don't and he get or he's the reason mum's always angry so he takes that on board by the way that's shame so we've just accepted shame from you know in a way and we and believe it or not we, that belief that we're not good enough and that we're always to blame, then, in fact, I've got a client that I've been working with and he's going through exactly this, that he now, he's brought all of that into his, into his first marriage that's broken down and oh, he's wow. bringing it into his second marriage. So it's a, you know, Deep anybody seated. who says that, that the subconscious doesn't remember anything, he remembers everything. Everything, yeah. So what we do is we, we bring an... We bring the, per- the the client into a place of being whole-brained about how they viewed that situation, 
And then while they're in that whole brain position uh, uh, situation, they uh, then recite the new belief that they actually want. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a beautiful. It's very quick. It's very easy. Everybody got that sits through a process a session with us goes. Wow, that was so simple and so easy. Yeah. Roddy, well, do you it, find it is, that it's just getting to the getting to the root of it all that actually is the tricky bit for most people? I have a asking question. Asking themselves come up. questions about why am I? I don't like doing this. Asking themselves questions about why am I doing this is uh, is always a good question. I, I I had a thought come to my mind, and I didn't want to to, to let it go. Do you find yourself building? actual friendly uh, friendship relationships and becoming more of an accountability partner in the in the work that you do yeah well that's a that I, I call it professional friendship yeah so we have a professional friendship with the people that I, that we work with and uh, and yes we do because we get to be we're the people who support them we're the people who who believe in them i've got a lovely thing that i always tell my tell the clients uh, rick is that whatever you're doing it doesn't matter because i'm only taking instructions from the future self that you told me you want to be uh, and i listen to that person not what you're telling me now yeah that's so our role yeah our role is just to listen to help them through the uh, the quagmire uh to find the reasons why they're getting stuck and get and work through those work through those those reasons for being stuck and hold the vision for them and believe in them when even when they don't. So with this format, is, is that when you uh, do your Reclaim Your Hero workshop? Is that your modus operandi? Uh, that was the Reclaim the, the workshop. We actually was a tester, to right. be honest. Yep. Because we wanted to find out where people sat with the villains that they might come up with, come up against. <laughs> so... <laughs> And that was what the workshop was all about, was actually understanding, hang on a minute, I have a hero within and I want to go on that journey, but I've got all these these blockages. And those the and we played, we played around that there's a Mr. Right as a villain. Always need to be right. And if I'm not right, I've got to be right because I don't like being wrong. And there's always reasons behind that as well and beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there was Mr. Never. I'm never going to do that again. And I get stuck in there. So I'm, because I'm never going to do that again, I'm never going to be like my parents, for instance, like I just said earlier yeah. on. Um, and that stayed with me. And it stopped me from actually being able to move forward because I was always reverting back to that. Um, and that, that's where... Uh, so there was Mr. Right, Mr... Uh, uh, Mr. Never. Oh, Mr... Um, Mr. Perfectionist. Oh yes, had to be per everything had to be perfect. So these were the villains. So the, the in the in superhero language and stories, you see the superhero deciding to go forward and go and go off and do use his powers and actually do something to save his victims. But he meets all these encounters, all these uh, villains along the way, and these are the villains that are trying to stop the hero from from making it through his journey. So. Yeah. That was what we were playing around with, and it was great. We we didn't have a lot of people come on to it, but we were happy with that because it was about trialing it. And the people that came on it, were, they had some pretty amazing shifts, so we were blown away by it. You know, you've so, learned uh, something. Yeah, we have a mind it? to actually do that again, Rick. 
Yeah, that's a great, uh, um, great story. Thank you very much for sharing the things that you've learned along the way. Now, um, I, I'm a big fan of building community that uh, relates to the things you do. You've got uh, what you've called the safe zone. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> well, every hero goes back into his uh, into his um, lair, if you like. But most most times, if we we go along a lot when we're trying to be a, an individual and trying to do something that is for ourselves and who we are we quite often feel like we're just going crazy because and that was my story to be honest with you as well is was the journey that i was taking and going down was actually a, a journey of discovery and and re completely thinking differently to the way i'd already related to myself and I had all my family around me were all saying, what are you doing? You know, this is not right. You know, you, you can't be doing it. Because when you change, it actually changes the people around you as well and how they relate to you. So we wanted to create a safe place where people could come and just get it out, get out their craziness, the cra crazy place. that They wanted to, so where they can actually express how they're feeling about situations and then and be a little bit vulnerable as well because most mostly you don't get a place to actually do that no you don't it normally is i'm really un misunderstood i'm yeah. trying to be this person but i'm being misunderstood and often it, it, it's misunderstanding for yourself as well because you don't really know why you're wanting to do this but but at the same time you're trying to achieve a goal but you're getting stymied and you'll be getting blocked. And so we create that safe space where we can just work through those, those, those issues, uh, the stuckness yep, and the energy, let use the energy and the beliefs that we actually do and, and, that, and help you work through so that you can actually charge up and go back out to the world. That's fantastic. It's yeah, getting I over that hump. Right? Yeah, that, that that hump day thing, and that, that's where it all sort of ties back together. Now, given that we're at the pointy end of the, the call, just briefly share with us the Hump Day Heroes Weekly Show. Tell us about that. Yeah, so it was Alex and I uh, just wanted to start talking ourselves. We really didn't care whether anybody came on the show. Mm -hmm, <laughs> it, was, mm -hmm. it was just for us to get out for ourselves, get it out of our heads and actually start speaking out what it was and who, what it is we're about and what we've learnt along our journey and why our journey is important. So it was about moving, who, who are we, speaking about who we are, speaking about how it is that we now relate in the world and how we now view the world. And so that's, that that's, what, it that's what it is. That's what it is. I love it. And then if people resonated with us, which we we've it's been up and down, uh, yep. but we're we're still really keen to get that going again. We've been really going undergoing a complete um, a, a focus in since Christmas time. Um, yep. We haven't geared it back up again. We're about to. Excellent. So, yeah, we're putting well, look, together I... packages, putting yep. together processes that we're going to so that people can see exactly this is this is how you're going to go the journey from point a to point b and this is the results you'll end up having i love the energy i love the energy of your call i love the energy of uh, you and alex working together it's magical now um most importantly um when people want to connect with you they want to start talking with you and they're asking for your help where are they going to find you and what is the process uh yeah hump day heroes is the website 
www.humpdayheroes.com.au. Mm-hmm. Um, the emails are on there, or they can just call me direct. So it's Fantastic. as simple as that, really. Yep. Fantastic. Well, look, everybody uh, who's on, on the show. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Roddy, Roddy McDonald on Facebook, and, on, uh, and Roddy F McDonald on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Absolutely going to make sure, Roddy, that all of those links back to you and Alex are on the website below this post, no matter where you find this. Uh, For anybody who's listening today, what a great call this has been. You definitely want to go down to humpdayheroes.com.au, touch base with Roddy and his wonderful son, Alex. They're doing some great work. They're just about to ramp things up. And with all that being said, Roddy, I've had a fantastic time talking with you. Thank you so very much for joining me on the show today. Mate, you're a hero in your own right with your the way you ask the questions. And you're a really, really cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Roddy. Okay, cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends, and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.